Hello and welcome to The Queer Experience. My name is Eric Krumrein, I use he, they pronouns, and I am your host for this evening. Um, today we are doing an actual play of a system that I greatly love, which is Monster of the Week, um, which is powered by the Apocalypse system. So if you're familiar with some of those other games like Masks, Dungeon World, etc., it is that, but kind of reskinned into a horror Monster of the Week vibe. Um, and I am joined by several guests. Um, I'm going to have them introduce themselves. I'm going to go down the line in which I can see you on my screen. So I'm going to start with our friend Nanai. If you want to introduce, introduce yourself, um, your pronouns, and maybe, you know, what's your connection to this particular game? Yeah. Hi, I'm Nanai. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. And uh, I've run a couple of Monster of the Week things myself, and I'm just happy to be here. And then we have uh, Ray. Hi there. I'm Mr. Ray. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. And I will be playing millionaire industrialist Milton Hawthorne, the expert. And uh, my connection to this game, um, my best friend introduced it to me at a convention. And I just absolutely instantly fell in love. And uh, now I run my own podcast, The $2 Creature Feature. Nice. And then last but not least, we have Ben. Hello, I'm Ben. I will be playing Scrooby Doot, who is a talking corgi, uh, as the meddling kid. And uh, my connection to this game is I love tabletops. I love horror. I did not know about this game, so we're giving it a shot. So we've got we've got the gamut of people who have played, people who run this frequently for their own podcast, and and a newcomer. So we've got we've got a wide array of experiences, which is exciting. Um, and then for me, I this game, I forget when I first played Monster of the Week. I know that I picked it up. I think it, probably at a PAX East. I feel like 80% of the things that I talk about are probably things I found at PAX East. With the other 20% being things I have bought in bundles on itch.io. Um, because that's where a lot of my one-shot uh, stash comes from. Um, but let's do... We'll do another... Um, round we do the round of like tell us about your character and and we'll do the history questions um so and i know you guys i know a couple people mentioned their characters already but we'll do like uh your character name pronouns um and then we'll do the history questions that you've got so i'm going to start back up at the top with manite if you'd like to tell us about your character yeah sure thing so tonight i will be playing astazel the monstrous um he is a demon uh with the pure drive of greed um so more specifically a demon of avarice um i'm sorry what else uh uh character pronouns uh he slash any um he can technically shapeshift if he so chooses and Um, and then any what i guess you're you're like histories with the other oh players. that's right okay um so i guess so for milton um you are tied to my curse of greed um at some point because uh, this one says tell them how um at some point um you needed something you couldn't normally get your hands on and so you turned to me because yeah, I, I really like that. That's that actually works in well with one of mine. Perfect. So Milton, what what was the thing that you needed that 
Astazel. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. That Astazel got for you. Um. I think it was a power source, and I like mm-hmm. the idea of it being mm-hmm. something forbidden and arcane. Um, so let's kind of wrap it in with uh, the idea of the underworld and say uh, Milton needed a heart of the Cerberus. Okay. And so, yeah, it's just some forbidden arcane instrument that uh, Milton uses. Awesome. I like it. Uh, and then Asaza, what do you have for Scrooby Doot? For Scrooby Doot, um, I think I probably save them at some point. Being a meddling kid, probably stuck their nose in some place they shouldn't have at one point. And Astazel was kind of just like, this one's kind of fun to be around. Sure. <laughs> Why not? I mean, he's a corgi, so exactly. obviously. <laughs> Even demons have a heart. I'm just going to let a dog Also, die. Also, it ties into my history with you in oh, that perfect. Uh, Nana is my uh, an older relative of mine, either a sibling, cousin, aunt, or uncle, I'll let you choose. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm talking uh, dog, like obviously it's a demon. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so Scrooby-Doo, what did, what did Nanite save you from? Um, I fell into the chocolate river at uh a candy maker's factory and it was chocolate being a dog it's very you know it's very very bad yeah and willy wonka Uh, was you know the capitalist that we unmasked it was great yeah (laughs) uh milton tell us about your your character and i know you gave us a little bit about your character but your your histories and anything else that you want us to know uh yeah i I like the idea that Milton is a distant relative to Nathaniel Hawthorne and of course Judge mm. Hawthorne by extension. Mm-hmm. So definitely like a deep bloodline into the early witchcraft of America or, you know, quote unquote witchcraft. Mm. Um, but Milton isn't very big into the science, uh, into magics. Pardon me. Um, like Milton sees magic as just kind of another tool to science and that's why instead of the typical use magic for my weird move, move, uh, I took um, weird science, which is lets me build and cobble things together as we need them. Um, but as far as histories go, um, with Astazel, um, did I say that right? Yep, you're correct. Okay, thank you. Um, I have... Um, just one piece that um, they once helped you get a singular item that is now a part of your haven. And I think we, we discussed that being the heart of the Cerberus. And yeah. I think that's just a part of like one of my haven options is an armory. Um, it's a stockpile of mystical and rare monster killing weapons and items. And I think this works kind of as like, um, uh, like it helps with enchanting weapons and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and as far as um, my history with Scrooby Dude, um, I'm a little on the fence about it um, because I think um, 
either like your like one of my options is uh they're a student apprentice ward or child um between you decide which or um they came to you advice for advice and your advice got them out of trouble mm, well one of mine is i can we can be friends from school <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm i'm friends with the teacher i guess because i'm really cool <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see that. I don't, I don't know Milton's exactly behind the, the school teacher kind of thing, but, um, I guess you maybe like, maybe you came in to like guest lecture. Yeah. Okay. I could dig that. Yeah. Sure. It's like yeah. the connection is the school, but like you were just there to like spout off and say some things about science and make sure everyone knows how important science is. And for whatever reason, uh, Scrooby Doot really took to that. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah, we can do that. That's great. Perfecto. All right. And then was that, I think it was that was it for you, right, Milton? Uh yes, that's correct. Awesome. All right. Well then Scrooby Doot. I think you've kind of like talked about your histories already, but just to like succinctly, so you got with Nanite, your history was what? Um uh-huh. Well, they saved me, but also they're my um, older cousin. Okay, older cousin. And then Milton yes. is somebody that you know through school. Guest lecturing at school, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what were you at? I want to know what Scrooby Doot, the talking corgi, was at school for. Like, what oh, were you? Um, astrophysics. Astrophysics. I love this. Mm-hmm. I love everything about this. <laughs> um, all right. So I think that's kind of everything to get us started. Um, for folks who are listening who are unfamiliar with Monster of the Week, as I mentioned before, it is a um, game that is powered by the Apocalypse, which is a, a system that is used over a, co- a couple different games, um, some of which you'll hear probably on later episodes of this podcast, because I love games that are powered by the Apocalypse. Um, but at the very base level, mechanics of this game are, are fairly simple, which is that players i will never roll dice as the keeper um only the the hunters or the players will roll dice and they'll roll 2d6 add some modifiers or subtract some modifiers and that tells us how they did basically like six and lower being failed seven to nine being good but something goes a little awry and then 10 plus generally being a good clean success um with caveats all over the place because it's tabletop and there's always exceptions to every rule um so we're going to start. So what, what makes, I guess let me ask this question. I know that there's like some loose relationship connections between all of you, but what makes you a, a crew? Like why are the three of you together? Um, at, at least with Astazel, um, how he kind of views things, he is a demon of avarice and greed and the like. So it's kind of a business relationship with everyone um, to the point where if it's mutually beneficial, that's great. But there is always something for him to gain out of this, whether it be money or power or an item. He's there. Okay. So you're kind of like mutual, like a mutual beneficial relationship yeah. across the table for everybody. Yeah. Um, Cause I do feel like Astazel has like, you have the connection with 
Milton where you got the power sword, like you got them uh, or got him the the Cerberus heart. Mm-hmm. And there's you're also related to our talking Corgi. Uh, yeah, so I can't just kind of leave him by the wayside. Plus, he's 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 fun to have around. He's good company. I'm a fun so... younger cousin. Exactly. <laughs> he's the cool one you talk with at Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Going on walks with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna the way we're gonna start this off is that you all this is like if this were an episode of TV because this is kind of modeled in the idea of like a, a one one episode of like an X Files, Buffy, etc. So the episode is going to start where you all have just dealt with a different monster of the week. And now you are going to take a little break, a little vacation, if you will. Um, but my first question to you all is going to be, what What did you just deal, like, what was your last monster that you defeated? What did you go after? What What was that experience? Mr. Hinckley was running a decrepit a uh, roller coaster uh, amusement park. Um, and uh, he was trying to scare new guests away because he wanted the land for development. Mm, I like Maybe that. the monster was capitalism all along. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which it is, is ironic because I'm a demon of greed. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're greedy, but you don't believe in capitalism. <laughs> exactly. How, power is part of greed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Okay, so you just dealt, you dealt with... Um, the the implications of capitalism on an amusement park. Um, awesome. I can work with that's that's good. So you all you all did this. Um it is it is winter time. Um and you all have decided to take a nice relaxing break in the town of Winterville, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Where you it is it is this little pristine it feels like it almost feels like out of pocket for the rest of the world right like you go in it's like a very like you know like every every lifetime movie where like the businesswoman goes home to like visit her family <laughs> in new england yeah. so it's a bunch yeah. of like and, carpenter hunks it's the city of carpenter <laughs> yes yeah. um, and then obviously she like finds out that like living in a city is terrible and she actually needs to love a carpenter yes and then, yes Something, something like he pounds her wood. I don't really know the, how the plot twist happens exactly an hour and thirty-seven minutes into the movie with commercials. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, so that is where you all have kind of descended upon this. You've got this, like you're staying at this cute little B and B, um, and yeah. So you you all arrive. It is a again kind of a smaller rural town. This you know you've got fresh fallen snow everywhere. It's all decorated for the holidays. Like it is quintessential picturesque lifetime Hallmark movie um, holiday extravaganza. Um, And you, I'll say like, so you, you all notice that like people are, it is a, there's a bustle to all of this. um, And that it, it's like, I mean, you knew like New England was a little bit cold. Like people in New England are a little bit cold sometimes. I can say that as a Bostonian. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a thing. Like people are just kind of like, they they have places to be and they assume you have places to be and they're not going to get in your way. Yeah. Um, but like it, the people feel like exceptionally cold towards you all as you're like walking around. Even the Corgi, which is weird. Because who doesn't love a corgi? Oh my god! <laughs> but people feel like very focused 
on getting in and out of shops. You see like mothers and like or parents kind of ushering children like quickly, almost like out of sight. Like they're they're put they're moving. Um, I know that's not a lot to go off of, but when you arrive in this little picturesque town, what would be your inclination? Where would you go? What would you do? What time of day is it? It is. Uh, we'll call it like late morning. Okay. How long have we been traveling? Is this like, did we drive overnight or did we just like drive to town? I'm going to say like you left the amusement park, which was like, you probably left, um, we'll call it uh, Six Flags New England is where you were. Because <laughs> I'm going to work with the geography that I know. Yeah, like yeah. you finished <laughs> up in the, like you kind of like slept somewhere nearby there for the night. And then you woke up and we're like, now we'll drive the like, two-ish hours, two to three hours to get to um, Winterville, Massachusetts um, because you want to be kind of rested up after dealing with uh, fighting capitalism because that takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. capitalism is terrible for this millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> so you got some rest, you drove over. So I would say like you're all probably feeling like fairly refreshed in terms of you know, the day and, and where kind of where your energy level would be. Mm. Well, since this is such a pic- picturesque town, are we, um, do we want to go like sightseeing? Like, do we want to go find like a, a Hallmark store and buy those, uh, you know, terrible, ugly uh, angel ba- baby figurines? Oh, the, the precious moments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know why, but I just assume that Astazel has like a collection of precious moments figurines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why we're going. Like he has collections. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So I mean, it's you know, in terms of like small town, small rural <clears throat> holiday town, it's you know, there's a town square with the giant Christmas tree. Hmm. Um. There's like a little shopping plaza. There's various stores. Um. Kind of like uh, you know, coffee shops, all those kinds of things that you would normally see in a you know, Hallmark movie. Well, Scrooby would love to eat, you know, anytime. So if uh, we want to go shopping and maybe stop for brunch. Yeah. Is there like a diner? Yeah. Yeah. I love a diner. Let's, yeah, we can say there's a little diner diner. Awesome. So you enter the, the greasy spoon, (laughs) the local diner and you're, you, you kind of walk in, you see a sign that says, please seat yourselves. And you note immediately a, very surly, probably late sixties woman um, who is serving guests who seems to be rude, but also taking care of everyone because she's that kind of a server. Hmm. We're like, she's annoyed you're there, but she's going to make sure you get everything you need. She's a waffle house. Yeah. Waiter. Yeah. She's that one you see at like three in the morning who just like hates everybody, but like also wants the tips. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Love those. Women. Um, and Nana, give me, can you, what is her, tell me her name. Who is this woman? Barbara. Barbara. Of course it's a Barbara. It's Barbara. Okay. Um, So you all get there. It is you. It's a little bit odd. Like you get, you kind of get in, you see like people are, are there. Everything is moving really quickly. Like everyone seems like they're in a little bit of a rush, Um, which doesn't, it feels off given the, the kind of calming nature that this town is kind of supposed to have. So she comes over and she just looks like she doesn't quite look at you. 
she does that thing where she's like looking at other tables and looking around, but she's like, what do you want? <laughs> uh, well, first, am I in the booth? Has someone picked me up? Am I? I can't reach it. I, I picked him up and okay. plopped him next to me. <laughs> I, um, I, like- I would like cheese. She's like a, a, a grilled cheese, a cheeseburger. Anything with cheese. A cheeseburger sounds amazing. Yes. She kind of like stares at you for like a second and then almost just like dismisses it. Like, I'm not even going to ask a fucking question right now. She's like, great. What do you have, hon? And looks at uh, Astazel. Also, Astazel, what do you what do you look like as a demon person? Um. So, no, uh, oh, God, what what is it? Um. You know, in Percy Jackson, how they have like the barrier between the magical and the non-magical. The, the mist, yes. I think, is... The yeah. mist. Uh, he kind of has that thing going on, so unless he wants to look like a demon, he just looks like some business guy. Okay. Um, and in public, he'll usually go by Aaron, because okay. Astazel is a lot more rememberable, and sometimes you don't want to be rememberable. Um, yeah. uh, so he's business casual right now. A um, little bit nicer shirt, some slacks, um, a very loose tie. Um, but he looks, I'll just have black coffee. Thank you. She kind of like, she's like, and that, and that's all? Yes. Great. You see, you, she's not writing anything down. She's that kind of waitress. <laughs> she doesn't need to write anything down. Uh, Milton, she looks at you and she's like, and you? Uh, yes, l- allow me to take a look at this menu. And Milton is holding the menu like with two fingers and like looking it over. Cause I'm she assuming... looks at you and she goes, Han, have you ever had breakfast before? Just pick something. <laughs> I yes, I, I'm I'm looking it over. I, I'm taking in the the, the aesthetic. Um, yes, this, this looks interesting. A uh, a cheeseburger with a crown. Um, it says here that it's it's with an egg on top, and um, I would like the egg uh, over easy. Uh, that sounds that sounds swell. And uh, if you have sweet potato fries, I would like those in place of regular uh, French fries. She just like gives you like a a, a look of disdain, and she's like, "One crown coming up," and then walks away. Wonderful. You're pretty uh, sure you're not getting sweet potato fries. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about right. Uh, I'm going to put the, the menu back in, like, I'm assuming it's got, like, this slot, like, behind the napkins and the salt and sugar shakers and the creamer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to yep. put it back, and then I'm going to get out a wet wipe and wipe down my hands. <laughs> so as you all are sitting there, um, outside, kind of across, you hear from, like, across the street somewhere... The sound of glass shattering and people scream. Oh. Are we at a window? You are, yeah, you're sitting in a booth kind of along a window. The They've got like all the blinds pulled down, but you could open them and take a look. I'd yank the cord open. Okay. Yeah, I, I jump up on the windowsill. You, you see like maybe a block down the me. street. You notice a the hardware store has the glass broken from the inside out. Like you see glass shattered on the ground. Oh. And as you look, you think 
And it's so quick, you're not sure if you saw it correctly. You think you saw a large bag, possibly human size, (laughs) being drugged down the alleyway and disappearing. Hmm. Right, right. Well. That is. Can we at least eat breakfast first? You, you know what? We I, don't have I will, time. I can I can go take a look and uh, you know if you want to stay here to reserve for our food. Um, here, here, I will get the money ready. Um, should oh, this do geez. it? And I just set down a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> Milton, oh, dear. Mr. I'm Cabo running to the door, but there is not a way that I can get outside. <laughs> You're just I just see this corgi like pawing at the door, like help yeah. me out. Let me out. Um, all right, Mil- so Milton and uh, Scrooby are headed mm-hmm. over to to investigate with Astazel holding down the fort for his black coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, Milton and Scrooby Scrooby Dute, what are what are you all up? like? What are you what are you doing when you get over there? So you get there. Um, nobody seems to be paying attention to this. Okay, uh, I want to roll. Like, everyone's going about their day in the in the vicinity of the shop, but no one's going in, and no one seems alarmed. Okay, uh, I want to roll investigate a mystery. Amazing! Let's go for it. All right, first roll of the game. Um, that is an eight. All right, so you get um, either one question off the list or one general question. Uh, I want to know what happened here. Um, so you, as you like, take a look around. The key things that you you notice are there's nobody in the shop, including a person running the shop. Uh, and in the fresh fallen snow, you can see what looks like someone dragging a large bag. We still uh, see this down... person, huh? We still see this entity dragging the bag. No, and that's the weird wow. thing. You it like scoots around the alley a little bit, and then it just disappears. Interesting. Oh, this is wondrous. I my mind is is a flutter. There there are several possibilities of what it could be. I mean, this could I have be a, a bad feeling practice. about this. <laughs> Can I roll to read a bad situation? Uh, yeah, you could do that. Just to, I want to see if there's any uh, dangers that we haven't. Right. So it's just you just add sharp. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Correct. Perfecto. All right. Uh, so that will be a nine. All right. So you can ask one of the questions on the list, or like one general question. Uh, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? There's broken glass. There's, you know. Um, I'm going to say no. Like, there's nothing in, like, nothing specific in the situation right now that you, like, have not noticed. Um, like I said, the only thing that's off to most of, I mean, aside from, like, glass being broken, it looks like maybe a person got dragged out in a bag. Um, it's just that, like, nobody around you seems to, like, give two shits about any of this. Have I gotten my cop- coffee yet? 
Uh, yeah. So Barbara came back. She set your coffee down and she, like the food came out really fast. And she just looks at you and she's like, where'd your friends go? I think I'll need boxes. And I, I, I point out the window. Does that happen often? She like she you see her like look out the window and then like look back and she's like, I'll get the boxes and like walks away. <laughs> Thank you. And you see her like she well she I say she did, she didn't actually put the food down. She put your coffee down. She had the food. She just left with the food and she's in the you hear her in the back yelling at the cook, being like, Box this up, they'll leave in. All right. Um, can I go? Uh, so where did the, the this person just? We saw them just blink out of existence, or they went around a corner and that there's nothing there now. So all you saw was that you saw like the glimpse of a bag being dragged around a corner. You didn't see who was dragging it. You didn't see what was in the bag. And then when you okay. went to go investigate, you can see a point where the trail stops, but there's mm-hmm. nothing in vicinity of where the trail stopped. Okay, and it. Um, I mean, can I go like? look around that spot like i don't know see if i can maybe find something some way for them to get out a trap door i don't know maybe everything's covered in snow i don't know but yeah you could so i would say you could you could investigate um you could also and do the, like an investigate a mystery in the, in the alleyway yeah and uh, where the so, like the trail ends I'll, like yeah maybe. sweet okay uh yeah i'll do that um i'll go sniff around I got a, uh, oh, it's only a seven. Okay. So you get, you get one question either off the list or just a general question. Um, where did it go? You, you don't know it, it, <laughs> it literally va- it vanished. Like even mm-hmm. like, I'll say like as a Corgi, you can smell the trail and the trail stops in the alleyway and you pick up a scent that doesn't seem human, but mm-hmm. you can't place what it is. Okay. And where is this scent coming from? Does this scent also end at the, yeah, it also ends at the, it ends at the, at the end of the trail. Mm, okay. And like, you can smell that same. So you can smell a person and you can smell this other this other scent, mm. and they both stop at where the ba- where the like trail in the in the snow stops. Can I retrace the steps the other way? The path was coming from. Yeah, we'll say you can go back inside, and I'm going to slip over to Milton. Milton, what? Yep. Are, so, uh, Scrooby Doot has like run off and is sniffing everything, um, probably barking excitedly because it's a corgi. Um, what what would you be what would you be up to? So I think Milton's mind is like racing on like the possibilities of what this could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's assuming that because this, this shop is empty, that more than likely the shopkeeper was the one who was taken. Okay. And, um, I think he, if, I think he wants to look for any other personal belongings to see if he can find anything like that might give a clue about why they were taken. 
Okay, so like just kind of like looking around the shop to see what you can what you can see. Yes. Yeah. Um, and is there anything in particular that you'd be looking for? Um. So preferably a cell phone. Like I think okay. feel like everybody's whole world is in a cell phone, so that would be yeah. the top. Um, but otherwise, um, you know, it, like their books, if they've got like a business office or just anything of that kind of sort. Yeah. I'm going to say, I would say, uh, both of those things are, are available. So you see, uh, I'm going to say you see on the ground behind the cash register, like behind the counter, Mm -hmm. you spot a cell phone. Um, and as you walk in the store, you notice that there are a couple shelves that are turned over. Like, it looks like there was a little bit of a struggle, Ooh. but it's weird because it looks like there was a struggle in like the back half of the store. But by the time they got to the front, the struggle doesn't like whatever was happening stopped. Ooh, are there cameras in here? No, this isn't that kind of place. This is an old New England town. <laughs> This oh, is, okay. this is, a, they trust everybody. They leave the doors unlocked at night. Have what I kind of store is this? Um, oh, Nana. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to say, as this is happening, you got the food. Uh, Barbara saw, sees the $100 bill on the table and she looks at it. She looks at you and says, do you need any change? <laughs> no. We're all set. Thank you. No, thank, I you leave. Thank, thank you. Thank you, babe. Of course, you see her Barbara. like tuck it into her belt and she's like, you see her smile the first time you've seen her smile in the entire time you've been in this restaurant. <laughs> so I, I, I walk across the street with like a hot cup of coffee in one hand and like one of those cheap plastic bags with yep. styrofoam containers in the other. I walk over, <laughs> I, I step carefully over the glass like you left your food, first of all. Second of all, what happened? Well, it appears there was some kind of struggle here. Um, I can see a, that. A human was taken by a not human. Are you sure? I don't know what that smell is. But it ain't human. Well. Um, also, nobody's reacting and it's really kind of freaking me out. Yes, I noticed. Um, Scrooby, could you guard the opening for me? The window? Yes. Okay, sure. Um, so, one of the effects of use magic is I can observe another place or time. Would I be able to yep. look about a couple minutes into the past to when this happened? Yeah, absolutely. I should remember that that was a movie you could do because I literally just played a magic character in a game two hours ago. So um, Estazel like carefully takes off the gloves that he's wearing and flexes mm-hmm. his fingers a little bit. Like, okay, well, it's been quite a while since I've done this. That is a ten. Okay. Um, I would like to observe the past. Please. Yeah. So you see what you see is this kind of burly kind of, it's like the, like if you were to describe like the stereotype of like what someone working in a hardware store might look like, like it, he embodies that like flannel. He's he's got like the overalls with the flannel. 
you know, he's got the the baseball cap on with something about loving Jesus on it. <laughs> um, and you see him like what you see is he's walking around hiding up the store. You see like a couple of people come and go. And then from you see or you hear like a crash off on the side of the room somewhere. You see him look, you look, you don't get a, you don't see what these things are, but you you get the impression that there are small things running around this store and he's starts knocking shelves over to try and stop them. And then suddenly he just drops. Like he falls asleep on the floor and you see two small, you wouldn't call them goblins, but like small things with a large bag gather him up cackling <laughs> and then drag him out the front window and then they disappear from your view how small oh sorry this is well there's multiple of them so that's fun and mm. they're quite small he's putting his gloves back on how small because i'm a corgi and this is important to me what the... about like a little bit taller than a corgi I would assume. Yeah, right. they were. They were. You would have. You would have put them maybe, maybe a f- foot taller than than a corgi. Okay, so like a foot and a half tall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two feet, All right. maybe. Okay. Well, um, the man simply fell asleep. He, by the way, did most of the um destruction aside from the the window breaking actually did these things break the window or how did they did i see them get in you didn't see them get in and what you saw was (laughs) yeah i'm gonna do this uh you saw one of them hurl another one through the window to break it (laughs) so there's glass on both sides of the window no, no, it's only out. out. So you, all oh, you to see, get out. Okay. yeah, you saw one of it. Like one's pulling the bag. There were there were three in total. One's dragging the bag. One grabs us the other one and just chucks them through the window. They like curl up like a cannonball, and you see all the glass shatter. <laughs> okay, and then they land with perfect form. <laughs> so I didn't exactly see them come into the store. So that means, and he he walks towards like uh, where the glass is shattered, is kind of like looking for any signs of like I don't know a spell or an effect um, that would give away that something happened. You don't see anything at the window. Okay. Um, yeah. There's something we're missing. Also, they were quick, much like everything in this town. Oddly enough. I think yeah. anyway, your food is getting cold. Eat. <laughs> um, Milton, I know you were you were like on track to try and look for some things. So you you found the cell phone on the ground. Um, and there is like a business office in the back part of the of the store. Um, like a big door mark, like employees only staff staff office. Okay. Um Yeah, I wanna do another investigative mystery roll off of this. Mm-hmm. And we'll see where I can go from there. 
I'm not going anywhere. That that <laughs> that is a three on the dice plus two is a five. So I'm going to mark me some merry experience. Yeah. Uh. So it was. Yeah. Someone. Someone definitely got kidnapped. And the window's broken. As you do. Fascinating. <laughs> um. Did they I, leave? Uh, well, I, I don't know. is there anything like under the shelves that are down? I mean, not that I can lift them, but like, is there? Did one get left behind and is being crushed by a shelf? No, I mean, if you look if you look around, you don't like you don't see signs of any anything here. You don't see signs of of creatures or people. Um, outside, like outside the store, everyone's kind of just like walking, almost like on the other side. Like if they're like walking up, they cross the street walk past the building and then like walk back to the this side of the street. So they're they're all keeping their distance. Have we seen a cop perchance? Not yet. Not my um, go-to, but like I like okay. I, I like I mean it's it's again it's like small right holiday winter town they're probably like there probably are cops, but like your estimation is they're probably like half a step above like a security guard at a mall. Mm. Okay. Um, but you would assume that there is a police station, possibly like at like a small enough town like this. It's probably attached to, like a town hall or attached like a city mm. city hall kind of thing. Like gotcha. it's all probably one building. Well, I there's say also the library, a small town where it was all. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I guess what at this point, what are you all doing? Drinking I, my coffee. I feel like we <laughs> may have overstayed our welcome. Um, I especially don't want to be here if if the uh, police force winds up showing up. It'll be very difficult to explain. Um, so I want to retire back to at least my haven. Um, and I haven't described it yet, but um, the expert gets a haven. And um, it comes with extra options to, to fancy it up. And I think because of our mobile operation, um, it's going to be one of those uh, panel vans that's got like the darked out windows. And I have it set up with um, a lower, small lower library, um, a little bit of a workspace that I can work on, like any kind of monster killing weapons we might need. And it's got a little workshop for, you know, um, anything mechanical that I want to work on or something like that. Alright. So we're all going into the van. Um, Unless you want to track down uh, the police for for some reason. I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Let's go, dear cousin. Um, So what I'll say, so like, again, like this town, there's there's a town square, there's a mall, like the shopping center area. Um, I'd say like in the, in like the this little hardware store. Cause it was the semi touristy spot. Like there's like a small town map mm-hmm. that gives you, you know, there's uh there's a supermarket for no re like for reasons that feel out of, out of left field. Like there's a, it identifies like an occult shop because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also you see like town is like town hall slash police station. Um, mm. So you've kind of got like a lay of the land. If you need to like get around, a lot of it is residential as you're like, taking all of it in it's mm-hmm. you'd probably say like 80 percent residential and then like 20 percent businesses that are kind of scattered throughout the the town mm-hmm. 
So Astazel and and Scrooby Doot, where where are you all headed? What say you, my canine companion? <laughs> um. Well, so uh, are, like, are there any other businesses directly near this business, is, or is it just houses? Um, I'll say in this little strip that there's um. Like, I mean, there's a few small, like a couple small shops, like, like those, like very crisp, like Christmassy themed mm-hmm. places where you see a bunch of like decorations and little knickknacks and tchotchkes that you can buy. Um, and we'll say that the, like the kind of, sh- there's like a shopping center that's a few blocks away. Um, yeah. So a couple, like right. a couple little tchotchke shops around you. I would This like feels like touristy. Knick-knack. Yeah. What'd you say? I would like some knickknacks. Amazing. I would like to go see. I would like, like, if there's a, a shop directly across the street, something with a window facing, you know, this particular place. Some, I, and I'll, I'm good with any shop that's nearby that might know, you know, the the shop owner here. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll say we'll say that it's it's a it gets clearly like a touristy tchotchke yep. okay. store, um, which is it's like it's like the, the name of it is just like Winterville Goods. Perfect. <laughs> So let me get this straight. You want a knickknack, uh, some sort of paddywhack? Maybe give the dog a bone. <laughs> I, I look at I look at uh, Scrooby and just, if he's good today, maybe. <laughs> um, all right. So we've got we've got Milton heading off to your your Haven van. We've got. Uh, Astazel and Scrooby Doot heading across the street to Winterville Goods um, to get some tchotchkes and maybe a paddy whack. <laughs> Sweet. Um, on the way, I'm going to eat my. I'm going to ask for my burger so I can just like chomp it down in two seconds and continue. Perfect. So he gets it his is. Burger. It is delicious and cheesy and everything that you wanted. I am very happy. My tail is wagging and. <laughs> we are we are continuing to the Chachki shop. All right, so you walk in. It is it's semi busy, um, and you see people kind of darting around. There's not a lot of conversation. It's a lot of like, oh, so sorry, sorry, didn't mean to bump into you there. Oh, sorry, just trying to get over. And like, people are like hyper focused on like getting their items and getting out of that store. Um, and you see a, like a young cashier behind the counter um, and then somebody kind of walking around the back that looks to be like an owner. Uh, like he's kind of like overseeing things. You see him like correcting the cashier a couple times um, and they're just kind of milling about kind of keeping an eye on things. Okay. Um, so I will start perusing the, the knickknacks. Um <laughs> if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, just seeing what they have, you know, maybe find some tacky ornament that would look good in the office tree. Um, oh, I mean like half this store is tacky yeah. ornaments. So Perfect. you are, you are, you are in a treasure trove right now. Marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> He's brimming with excitement, uh, and, but he doesn't show it. it oh. And as and, and you, what are, what are you doing? Little little corgi friend. Little corgi friend here is. Um, I want to 
go and talk to, I guess, the person that seems like they're in charge. The manager, okay. if you will. I'd like okay. to speak to the manager. And I look over, I'm like, mm, oh dear, talking dog. <laughs> A talking Karen, as it were. Sounds rough. Demanding, <laughs> demanding to speak to that manager. Politely, um, so with, you... my, with my charm. So you walk over and you see um, you see this manager. He's like, you hear him talking to this like younger employee. They they look like they're maybe in high school. Like they're they're fairly like I'm doing this because I need to make some money and I hate my life. Um, they've got kind of like a gothy aesthetic going on, and she's just kind of like grumbling the whole time. And you hear him be like, "We have to get customers in and out, in and out. They need to get home." You like, we've got to keep things moving. You're really, really slowing up the process right now. And if you don't pick up the pace, I will send you home and I will do it myself. Do I make myself clear? And like this, this girl just kind of like blows a like bubble gum bubble. Like it pops and she just like chomps loudly and she goes, yeah, I'm (laughs) right on that. Um, I want, uh, well, after he's finished speaking to her, I'm going to, I guess, uh, try and get his attention, being adorable. Um, and then uh, I, I attempt to talk to this person. So um, I don't know if the, I need to manipulate him into talking to me because he's very cold New Englander. Um, or... No, I would say you don't need to, like, you don't need to manipulate him into talking to you. I think if you, like, say something, he will, he will pay attention to you. Okay. Like, hey, bud. <laughs> And he just looks down. He's like, uh, can I help you? I was wondering if you knew uh, the owner of the uh, hardware store uh, uh, down the street. Does, uh, um, yeah, Joseph. I know. I know Joseph. OK, um, was he in trouble? Not to my knowledge. Why do you ask? I uh, well, he seems to have disappeared. He was. Oh, go ahead. He, oh, no, he was uh, abducted uh, from his store. Just broken window, uh, and we're just uh, curious as to where he might have gone. His his demeanor shifts a little bit. Um, he's like, "Did that happen today?" Yep. He takes like a deep breath and he's just like, I need to get back to work. And he like turns and kind of starts like, you see him like, he like looks a little upset, but also no longer wants to have this conversation with you. Uh, Would I be able to, uh, because as a meddling kid, I have a tell me the truth. Um, ability, which it, when I when I'm investigating, I can add um one of a couple questions to my thing, and one of them is, "Are you lying to me?" Yeah, go for it. Okay. Or um, so uh, well, yeah, I, I will ask. Uh, uh, let me let me roll. Um, <laughs> I got an eleven. Yeah. Uh, so you get are you and you're doing investigate a mystery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you would get three questions from that list plus what or, and whatever additional ones you're adding from your your book mm-hmm. um 
So I'd like to know what is what is what why why is he what's being concealed here? Like what what but you know what uh what why can't you talk about this? So I will a- give me one of those questions. I feel like I would give different answers based on what are okay. you concealing. Uh, what, what, is there is there a reason you can't talk about this? Um he just he looks back at you and he's he says you're not from here and sometimes in a town like this there are things that happen annually (laughs) that none of us can prevent and the more we talk about it the more attention we give it when we would like to simply get inside pray and hope that we all wake up the next morning in our homes. Uh-huh. Um, and then you should get you get two more questions. Two more questions, yeah. Um, uh, who knows about this? Is this <laughs> that's a meddling kid question? I can add. Uh, everyone who lives in Winterville. Um, if I wanted to learn more about this, would you be able to direct me to anyone? Somebody that does like to talk about it? He says, not many, not many people would. I, the only person that I know who likes to talk would be the, would be, um, Silver, who owns the occult shop on the other side of town. Sometimes they provide more information than perhaps they should. Uh, perfect. Thank you so much. I give him a wink and I now I'm going to head back to my cousin to see what store, fine um, wares he's picked up. All right, uh, and Nanai or uh, Ast- Astazel, what are you what are you doing in the in the shop while this is happening? I've been eavesdropping a little bit, um, but I am slightly concerned with the snow globe I've picked out. Um, lovely little winterscape. It, says it has Winterville um, like printed across the bottom in that really tacky, like painted on look. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just buy it because it's perfect for an office white elephant gift. Obviously. Yes. And as we're walking out, so I heard you were talking to the manager again. Listen, it's the fastest way to get what you want. <laughs> Is it? You know, not everyone approves of talking canines. It's 2022. Let's get over it. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I, to- I don't know if what he heard because he said he was you, but um, I, I, I will inform him of what I learned and how we're going to have to go see uh, Silver at the occult uh, shop. Awesome. And I'm, I'm going to pause you all there. I'm going to pop over to Milton. Milton, yep. you got to your, your van. Yep. What are you doing? Um, I was playing Pokemon Go along the way. And whenever I got to the van, I realized I didn't ask uh, Astazel for my burger, 
but I have a feeling my stomach is very appreciative of not that. Um, but otherwise, um, I'm going to get into the van and I want to start hitting the books and uh, looking through my lower library. Okay. And so um, what this does is whenever I investigate a mystery, which is what I want to do, uh, it gives me a plus one. Okay. Awesome. Go for it. All right. Uh, that is a 10. It's a seven on the dice plus three. Amazing. So ask me your questions. Um, I think I want to know the first thing is what sort of creature is it? Based off of what Astazel described and what it's done. Or what they've done. Yeah. So and you said you got like books on like various like mythology and lore. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um. It's elves. Oh, interesting. Um, you know that the like Judeo-Christian interpretation of elves to be like little workers and all those things uh, is very much a riff and stolen from actual mythos and lore that elves are sneaky motherfuckers and generally terrible things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they are very much all about the what can we do to be disruptive? Mm, yeah, And they, the thing, the one thing that you don't have an answer to immediately is that, um, they often like to work for somebody. And so they are not often a big bad on their own, mm-hmm. but they're often minion supporters of a bigger, badder thing. Hmm. Uh, all right. Um, God. Uh, I'm bouncing between two. I apologize. Um, no, you I think based on what I know so far, um, and I, if I can, I even want to like include the cell phone from this as kind of like, you know, finding more evidence to figure out what are they going to do? Like what's going to happen next? Is that, is that, that your question you is like, what, what's going to happen next? Yeah. What are, what are they going to do? Um, I would say based on like all the information that you have, your, your best guess is that they're not done kidnapping people. Like okay. they wouldn't, they wouldn't come into town for a single person that doesn't fit with like the mythos of what you know of elves. Okay. Um, they play a long game, so there's definitely larger things afoot. Okay. Um. All right, then I think I'm going to take out my own personal cell phone and I'm going to send a text message to Estazel. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Estazel. This is Milton Hawthorne. How are you? I'm doing okay, although I'm rather hungry because I forgot to ask you for my burger from the diner. It's okay, though. I may find a food truck and hopefully find a pretzel. That would be swell. I hope this finds you well. Oh, by the way, I was doing research in the van, and I happened upon some information about our possible culprits. I believe they are elves. And not in the 
um, the conqueror's uh, colonizer sense of workers. No, these are actual elves that are more about um, chaos and disrupting the status quo. Uh, as such, and I believe they are fey creatures, you should be very wary if you encounter them. That being said, they don't typically work by themselves. They like to have a quote-unquote big boss. If you happen to see some sort of big boss opportunity, please notify me, and I may try to find more information about this. Give Scrooby-Doo all my love and several pets. XOXO Milton Hawthorne. Send. You know that meme that's just... Damn, sorry that happened to you, or congrats. I ain't reading I'm not, that. I'm not reading that. Asazel just, like, flips through it really quickly. He goes, please do not talk like you are writing me letters. I have your burger. Be there soon. Thanks. Dear right, Astazel. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Astazel and Scrooby Doo, where so where are you all headed to the van? Uh well we were told the occult shop was on the other side of town, so the van, yes. To yeah. drive there. Yeah, or, I mean they say or, other side of town, but like you could probably get from like town. one side of town to the other in like ten minutes. Oh, okay. At the well, very least. I'm gonna find the map of the town and see where the occult shop is. Yeah. Milton would be interested. In the occult shop, so we would probably snag him at the bare minimum. Very, yes. Okay. So you all are walking through like a small residential portion of town to get to this occult shop. Um, and you. I know. Hmm, yeah, I know this game doesn't have perception, which always bugs me. I'm like, I want it, I want you to like percept for me, but that's not a thing. Read about so, situation. Yeah. Eh, I know. I'm just going to give it to you. Um, cool, cool, cool. So as you are walking, you notice above the doorways of houses, there is writing that does not look like it belongs there. Interesting. Can I take a closer look? Yeah, go for it. So I take a closer look. Um, is it in English? No. What language does it appear to be? Because I'm not um, exactly young. <laughs> it it is not a language that you identify like it does not look like anything that you know okay um is, go ahead and then last question is it carved or is it written in some kind of ink or paint or blood that would it, count as ink <laughs> when you're looking at it it's it's not carved and it's not painted. It almost looks like it's magically inscribed above the door. Mm. Like something that will probably go away at some point, like some sort of illusionary magic or something, but it's not. Yeah. It's not like painted or carved. Do you like multiple houses have this or just this one? So you notice, you notice multiple houses and you, as you like, look at some of it, you you think that there is only like two different inscriptions that you're seeing. Okay. Um, Do the businesses I... also have these? Sorry. Not to... 
included? Uh, you don't see them on the businesses. You only see them on the okay. residential homes. Okay, I'll I'll like pull out like a, my notes app and scribble down what I see. Okay. Assume like taking a picture probably won't work, so I just scribble it down um, and shove yeah. it away in my notes. And when and when you do that, you like def- like you walk up to a couple houses and you definitively notice that there are only two different inscriptions that you are seeing. Okay, cool. All right, so are you all are headed to the to the van or to the occult shop? The occult shop. Okay, occult and which shop. and. And Azazel, would you have responded to Milton in some way to let him know what you are up to? Uh, yes, I would have said, meet us here and drop a GPS pin that's like on the occult shop. Now, the real question is, does Milton understand technology enough to... Oh, absolutely. Mil- Milton is okay. definitely a techie. You just, just write long form text. You just write. You just write long form text. He messages. writes love letters to everyone Look, in his text. Just, just because texting like is meant to be a quick way, like does not mean that we need to forego our decorum and our our manners just for a, a quick and snappy response. Like, I I need you to know I care. <laughs> Fair. Okay. All right. So you Ouch. all you all descend upon the occult shop. Um, it is the one place that seems to be like everywhere else you've been, there's been like customers and people bustling around and whatnot. And this is the one spot that doesn't seem to have any traffic, so to speak. Does it have any holiday decor? Uh, it has decor, but you would not call it like Christmas decor. It looks like it is more preparing for Yule. Hmm. As it should. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So when you all go in, um, you are greeted by this person working behind the the counter. Um, they, I will like outside of game, like they're a non-binary character, so they'll use they them pronouns. Um, and they see you come in, they're like, "Ah, I was not expecting visitors today." Mary Yule, Mary Yule to you. That time of year. Indeed. Uh, I welcome to my shop. My name is Silver. I am the owner of this shop. I am the only employee of this shop. Um, But I have all of your, all of your possible needs. You could, you could need, um, should you be looking for occult goodies and items? I also do tarot and rune readings. Um, and generally, I'm just here as a, a guide and a resource. Estazo, like, leans in for a second. Define goodies and materials. <laughs> and you see, like, this, they, like, light up. They're like, oh my god, a customer who's interested in the things that I'm selling. And they're like, okay. They take a big, deep breath, like, on this wall, you have all of our herbs. And my God, do I have as many as I can possibly fit in a single wall? Over here, you have candles. Over here, I have an array of tarot decks. Over here, I have oils. Over here, I have some books that are written books. Over here, I have journals, should you be looking to journal any activities. Back in this room is our uh, quiet space for readings, seances, past live readings, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then generally, and they kind of like motion forward, like I have crystals and jewelry and et cetera. Um, I have everything you could need. 
and you like they're smiling like they haven't gotten to go through their spiel in like months for for like the first time Astaza like cracks a grin he's enjoying being in here he's like ooh how lovely well I'm going to peruse a little bit and you see them go so what brings you all into my shop as I do not get many tourists though I do admit that perhaps this group is not the most uh, typical group that I would see come into Winterville. What with the talking dog and... Well, I haven't a, talked yet. Are they, are they, and they eye Astazel and they're like, you are definitely a magical being. <laughs> what gave me away? Everything. Hmm, perhaps I need to hide myself better. They they like smile at you. They like nah. I just know what to look for. Everyone else out in that town has no idea what goes on around here. They're aware of certain things, or the ramifications of. I suppose, but again, I I I not to belabor the point, but what brings you all here today? Screw we were told you like to talk. And no one else here seems to want to acknowledge that Joe over in the hardware store is, uh, was, you know, abducted. Seems like a big deal, but maybe not to you people. You see Silver just kind of sigh and goes, ah, I liked Joe. Joe was nice, but apparently not that nice. <laughs> and then kind of turns around and starts like wiping the counter down a little bit. Uh, can you elaborate? They like look back at all of you and they're like, do you, do you not know, do you know what day it is today? The. And you all realize like, because of very bad traveling, yeah, you've like been traveling, you've been dealing with things. You like, haven't looked at a calendar in a minute. It's December 20, it's December 24th. No, we just failed one of my biggest business partners. And the silver's like, I don't fully okay. Um it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> ah. Which I know everyone will get mad if I say this, but it's kind of not everyone's favorite day in Winterville. This <laughs> is all like fades a gasp, like <gasps> no. I mean so every year on Christmas Eve. You see them like kind of fumbling for a second. They're like, well, let me ask this. What do you know so far? Well, we just so happen to know that you are being plagued by um, pest. And Milton makes kind of like pointy fingers up on his, his own ears. You see Silver that, go, that's that's rude. They are offensive, Milton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've just, I know some creatures, um, especially of Fey variety, if you happen to say your na- their name or what they are, it invites them in, and I'm trying to Oh be... no, you can say elves, those little fuckers. <laughs> oh, wonderful, yes, you have an elf problem. Yeah, well, elves are only half the problem. Um, you see, they, they, they do work for somebody, um... And I, I, I feel like I have to spell this out. 
So it's Christmas Eve. Um, elves have descended upon the town in order to determine who is naughty well, and nice who is nice. Looking. And they bag people up that are naughty and take them away to the North Pole where they will be terrorized by big deep breath, almost barely a whisper, and they go, Santa Claus. Ah, Father Christmas, yes. (laughs) Wait. So... Santa's real. Well, I mean, yes. Christianity stole him from somewhere. But they got it all wrong? Well, they got... They got the principle right, that he does take a list, check it twice. They, he does figure it out who's naughty and nice. Um, but that last little bit of Santa Claus is coming to town is a threat, <laughs> not a joy celebration. And so hmm. uh, he will round up everybody he deems naughty by the end of the day. And they will never be seen or heard from again. The problem has been his definition of naughty used to be uh, reasonable. Would gather up murderers and rapists and and the scourge of the earth. And now it has extended a bit um, as he seems to have taken a favoring to torture. And now his definition of naughty has broadened minor traffic violation yelled at a customer treated someone with indignity very small things teenager working a shop perhaps possibly it's why i like working alone and i don't like interacting with people it keeps me safe that doesn't bode well for a friend at the knickknack shop now does it you made a friend Mm. So I'm just all, digesting that Santa's real. I'm sorry. <laughs> you all are kind of standing around, and you hear, like, you hear some like screaming happening from some of the houses. And when you like look out the window, you see what looks like large presents that have like opened up, but it's like a jack in the box that is like attacking somebody. Oh. And like other like weird things that like don't feel good, but the the gift looks good and you see Silver go, "Ah yeah, that's what the nice people get." <laughs> Those are Santa's gifts. So he doesn't he doesn't kidnap you, but it's not great. This and, one happens to the residents? Yeah, I don't know what it is about Winterville. I don't know if it happens other places too, but it definitely happens here. No. Um, no, this is 100% as, a localized phenomenon. <laughs> and as, as you all are standing in the in the shop and you're seeing all of this, you just, off in the distance, you hear, ho, ho, ho. Hmm. <laughs> and you see, like, Silver just, like, tremble. And that is where we're going to end part one. Whoa. <laughs> So we will pick up with part two. Well, part two will be released next week. 
and you will get to find out what strange shenanigans Santa will bring to the town of Winterville. Um, but thank you to my guests that I have, Nanite, Mr. Ray, and Ben, who have joined us this week for this adventure. Um, uh, we'll do a quick uh, down the line. If you'd like to be found on the internet, where may people find you? Uh, Nanite, where may yeah. people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitch at Nanite Tech. Um, my name is too long. Or, or sorry, excuse me, on Twitter at Nanite Tech. On Twitch, you can find me at Nanite Technology. Um, awesome. Getting back into streaming. So, perfect. Uh, Mr. Ray, where can people find you if you'd like to be found? Uh, yeah, right now you can find me. Uh, I'm on Hive at Mr. Ray, um, or on uh, Twitter at Mr. Ray RPG if it's still up. Um, and then uh, you can also find me on Two Dollar Creature Feature, which is um, a Monster of the Week uh, actual play podcast. Amazing. And Ben, where can people find you on the internet if you'd like to be found? Uh, I, as Twitter is collapsing, I am looking for new social media outlets. Uh, I will get back to you. <laughs> fair, fair. If by the time this episode goes live, we have social media <laughs> contacts for Ben, we will include those. Um, but for the time being, uh, we're all trying to find our way in the slow, inevitable collapse of Twitter. Um, but once again, this has been The Queer Experience. I am Eric, your host. Thank you to my guests who joined us. And please, everyone, tune in next week to the exciting conclusion of Santa Claus is apparently going apeshit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all. And I'll see you all later. Bye.